0: Are you shocked? No. Um, I get it. I'm into punk. My name is N. Zan.
1: Tell me more about yourself, Zan. Why? You've probably met a thousand times. What's punk? Like the Ramones, or the Sex Pistols, or the New York Dolls. Well, some people don't count the dolls, but it's like anarchy.
0: Now that is punk do more punk to me hello everybody and welcome to happy fun time movie hour I am your host Derek across from me is Arwen hey you can follow us on twitter we are at Funtime movies one on twitter it is Funtime movies and the number one you can also follow us on facebook we are happy fun time movie hour So, Arwen. Yeah. This is our lost episode, would you call it?
1: I call it Podcast
0: Zero. I call it Podcast Zero, too. So, we recorded this on my phone.
1: Mm hmm.
0: Um, Now we have really high tech gadgets. (laughs) And uh, what was the movie that we watched?
1: Uh, how to Meet Girls at Parties? Is that what it was called?
0: How to Talk to Girls how at Parties. How to party.
1: Talk to Girls at Parties. Yeah.
0: Yes. Uh It's a short story by Neil Gaiman. It stars Elle Fanning and some other people. You'll you'll hear what, what we say about mm-hmm. it. It's a good movie. We watched it on Amazon Prime. Um, I've listened to it twice. And I thought, hey, why don't we just uh, bookend it with some new intro-outros and release it as a regular podcast. Arwen thought it was a good idea, so here we are, doing that.
1: Yeah, because this was the podcast before we
0: knew what the podcast was going to be. Yeah. So, let's hope you like it. How to Talk to Girls at Parties is directed by John Cameron Mitchell. He also he directed Short Bus and various other movies. It's a weird one, so... It's based on a short story by Neil Gaiman, and let's talk about the movie. First impression, did you like the movie? I did like the movie. You did? I did. Okay. I think I liked the movie. <laughs> I might have to watch it a second time. Oh, yeah. So, if on a second viewing, I think I'll be less confused. So, let's go through the movie. Let's talk about the cinematography first. Okay. So, what did you think about the cinematography? Like, right at the beginning of the movie, they had that weird stroby It,
1: it was, uh, yeah, it was like they were trying to make time faster without actually being faster.
0: Right. I liked the setting. Um, I like anything set in the 70s, usually. hmm I'm a big fan of punk rock music. Right. I went into watching this movie without knowing anything about this movie. Yeah. It's, it's a short story by Neil Gaiman. I have it on my Kindle. I've never read it, so I don't know how it matches up to the book. Let's talk about our punk rock kids. What what are their names? Uh, Vic. Vic. He had blonde hair, kind of good looking, kind of like a Billy Idol type. It's definitely cliche punk rock Absolutely. that you can see yes. in the nineteen seventies and how they portrayed themselves, and I call them the punk rock kids because I did not know their names either, and in future movies that we are going to watch cold, <laughs> I'm going to turn on the uh, the subtitles so I can at least see the name. Well, that and IMDb.com. And IMDb, yeah. yeah. Uh, go through some of the names that are in this movie. Who is in this movie?
1: We have Vic was played by Abraham Lewis. Um, okay.
0: John. Was John the chubby kid. Was the chubby one. By Ethan Lawrence. And and he reminded me of Ethan Supley. A little bit. I mean, I got that kind of a weird vibe from especially in that dance scene. Yes. Where he's pinching his third nipple. <laughs> so, I think. Spoilers. I think that, yeah, spoilers. Lots of spoilers. Um, I think that that is what, I don't know. I don't think that I he was seemed... supposed to get that impression. But maybe just random fat guy in movie is Ethan Supley to me
1: that's possible he he kind of seemed like a non-character right he was integral to part of the plot of the title yes which we can get into later but for the most part i i didn't feel like they really wanted to focus on him a lot
0: no he was definitely a side character yeah he was i want to call him their past Mm -hmm. because he represented everything that they were at the beginning like
1: their of childhood? Movie. Like No, just or, like
0: at the beginning of the movie, this is who they were. They were oh. very one-dimensional characters, mm-hmm. and they, they were going to change. And they change in 48 hours, mm-hmm. as we're going to discuss.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, okay, our next character was N. He was the
0: main character played N? by uh, Alex Sharp. Do you know anything else he's been in? Because he is a wonderful singer.
1: I looked through his IMDb. There wasn't a whole, whole lot of... I think a lot of these kids are just starting their careers, you know? Um, but of course a lot of their stuff I haven't seen because it is mostly British.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: Um, then we have Waldo, who is played by Tom Brooke, which he uh, he, he I immediately recognized him. Yeah. And it took me a good half hour to figure out he's the he plays one of the angels in Preacher. Yeah, he plays so, one of the angels
0: in the first season of Preacher.
1: Loved his character though. Yeah, um, Wayne is Matt Lucas, who we see in lots of British comedies. He's the guy he's with Alopecia. Yeah, the
0: bald. Yes, uh, but he a, has
1: hair in this movie, in and it's a
0: little weird. Uh, what did we see him in that I liked uh, that was funny? And he was, like, washing Reverend Wilson's back. Bridesmaids.
1: No. Yeah, Bridesmaids, Was right? that Bridesmaids? I think it was Bridesmaids. It, it was be. hilarious. Yeah, because she was a terrible roommate.
0: Yeah. 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 <laughs> just funny stuff to me.
1: Zan was played by Elle Fanning.
0: Elle Fanning. Uh, Super cute. Her sister is the uglier sister, I think. I didn't say that. I, I'm just saying, like... She has chiclet teeth and <laughs> Elle Fanning looks like really pretty. She's a very pretty girl. That's funny.
1: Um Bodicea, uh I'm I'm sure I'm saying that wrong is Bodicea, Nicole, yeah. yeah. Um Nicole Kidman.
0: Nicole Kidman.
1: Um and the main Stella is played by Ruth Wilson, who Ruth is Wilson. from Luther.
0: Yep, from which Luther. Is another great show. And isn't she on that uh She's on The
1: Affair as well. The Affair.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so there's some known names. There's some unknown names. Mm-hmm. Um, so at the beginning of the movie, they go to a club of some sort, and it's like this punk rock club. And they're dancing. They're having a good time, and Bodicea says she's going to have a party later. They weren't invited to the party. I think um, this was a local
1: hangout, though. Yeah. So people could probably come in and go if yeah. they pleased. But she was like the manager of the band that was playing.
0: Right. And
1: that was her main claim to fame. <laughs> and
0: that boy, that, that guy, that uh, <laughs> it's a good song. By the way, if you like punk rock music, oh. this is a good soundtrack. Yeah. This is an excellent, like, peek into 1970s punk culture. Um, it might be a little exaggerated because it's a movie. But I really liked it uh, for the music and for the... Uh, the setting itself. And it's set in London. Uh, yeah. It's I totally didn't write like it down, but it's like, it's London. They're celebrating the, the queen's Jubilee in 1977. Mm-hmm. So no cell phones. Kids got to stay out as late as they wanted. Uh, and nobody gave a crap. There was no <laughs> helicopter parents. Right. So, so let's, let's get to the, the, where, where the movie gets weird. Okay. They go to this house And uh, the parent teacher, Stella, answers the door, correct?
1: One of the Stellas. It was one of the Stellas. I don't think it was uh, Ruth Wilson.
0: Okay. So, Arwen, really quick, go over this house. Like, what was going on?
1: This house is obviously abandoned, and I'm not sure if it was really a house. Because inside, it looked like a smaller house. But from the exterior, it almost looked like it had been a business at one point. Yeah. But they they approached this abandoned uh, facility and you can see lights and hear this kind of music which John
0: really liked John really liked the music now people were dressed in white and green and red and blue There was no green There was green I thought No
1: not not yet No? No. I think that was later.
0: All right. Well, but they're they're, they're all
1: in in weird latex and so my first thought was they they accidentally walked into a latex party.
0: Yeah, I wrote down fetish photo shoot with a question mark because I was like, I don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. And uh, they the kids get split up, the three punk kids. Mm-hmm. They get split up. Um, what's his name? F? N. 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 God dang. <laughs> E-N-N. Yep. That's his name. That's his N. name. N. Because that's a name. <laughs> it's probably short uh, for something. <laughs> and he wanders off Eventually runs into Elle Fanny's character, Mm -hmm. but the first character he runs into is a girl wearing a glove. When she takes off the glove, her middle finger sprouts out into two fingers.
1: Yeah, above the top knuckle. And she
0: said something about it.
1: Well, I didn't write that down. I thought I had.
0: No. She was
1: really interesting, though.
0: Right. Uh, She had, like, braces or something. She was not as pretty as everybody else, it seemed.
1: She did seem like she was defective compared to what everybody else looked like. And yeah. she seemed to be treated that way.
0: And so Vic finds the Stellas. Yes, and uh, they they
1: invite him yeah. over.
0: And that got weird. That that was yeah. I'm not going to say what's happening, but there is definitely no lube used, right?
1: There I, there was like a sex swing, yeah. Yeah,
0: um, and then it
1: got awkward. Yeah, it got
0: real <laughs> awkward. Um, and then the uh, the chubby kid John, mm-hmm. his name, yeah. Uh, he found. These people in blue that scream. Yeah, they were. And he was dancing to the music. And he was hypnotized, basically, right? It was like he was hypnotized. Mm-hmm. So what I wrote down here was uh, the house reminds me of Andy Warhol's museum that we went to in Pittsburgh. Oh,
1: yeah. It was actually like, it does.
0: It was like different levels. Uh-huh. A lot of that postmodern art looking mm-hmm. deal. And it really reminded me of like. When we went to the Andy Warhol Museum and we walked into a room and you're like, what is going on in this room? Because it's like everything is like sensory overload to Mm -hmm. your eyes. So they don't really say what they are in the movie until much later. So I was confused. They
1: never really. Yeah. They never really say if they're uh, aliens. Right. But at one point, N was talking about how he believed that. Bacteria could become human at some point. And so Uh, I wasn't really sure if this was bacterias that had collected themselves or if they were actually aliens. Right. But the opening scene is really interesting because you see all these colors, color orbs and everything. And you're like, I know I've
0: seen that. Right. And uh, it's the chakras. It's the chakras. Mm hmm. And I think she explains it later, and she's even got the guy sitting, you know, with crossed legs, mm-hmm. and she's pointing to each of the, uh, uh, what do they call themselves, colonies? Mm-hmm. This is this colony. Yeah, there's colonies. And then there's colonies. one missing, Yeah, and it's the heart. And I was like, oh, okay, that's funny. So I was like, are, are they aliens? Are they a cult? <laughs> are they from the future?
1: They're definitely not from this era, that's when sure. When okay. John
0: left... I think it was John when they left the building with L, mm-hmm. not L. What's her name? Zan. Zan. When they left with her, he said that was the future. Now I don't know what he meant by that, but I think he might have been meaning the music because he was obsessed with finding that music. Yes. The rest of the movie. Oh yeah. Um, Zan huh. throws up in uh in <laughs> in, in mouth.
1: She'd been drinking. She
0: said, she said, I'm dying and this vessel is dying. And then she threw up.
1: Well, what's interesting though, is that before she gets to that point, when he first finds her, she's in a room with these other like creatures. They're kind of like a pinkish color. Okay. Yeah. And that, and they're sitting there and they just observe. They don't interact.
0: Yeah. And they were talking about being unique. Uh, when they, when they, when she was mm-hmm. explaining, you know, I want to go out. I want to eat food. I want to do this. I want mm-hmm. to, and they're like, no. It's like this You've got to be do. unique. Yeah. So how are you going to be unique if you're stuck the same? Yeah. So that's yeah. interesting. The
1: the Stellas were the ones who got to experience things.
0: Yeah, and experience things they do. <laughs> they talk about riding bodies. Yes. So. I wasn't sure if they were people or if they were consciousness put in In people. people. I wondered that, too. Because at the beginning of the movie, you saw uh, Zan behind a window when he's, like, smacking stickers on stuff. Yes. And she turned around. Um, So I don't know if she was was Zan or if, like, that's just some girl that Zan became.
1: After uh, Zan and N leave which we'll get to that in a minute we see that when she's in an environment waldo talks to her through other people right so they can they can take over and other it's people. kind of funny
0: because she possesses uh, i mean he possesses um a mom and a kid yeah, uh ends mom yeah and then a little boy which, it was kind of funny because when she shouts at him, the mother of that little boy comes and takes, mm-hmm. takes him away real quick. Yeah. Um, so, who was it? Vic and John think that she belong, she's in a cult. They convince and that he, she's in a cult. They talk about cults a lot. They, mm-hmm. they talked about Manson. They talked about the Swedish cult, suicide cults, mm-hmm. cannibal cults. Yeah. And things like that. So, that was kind of interesting when they were talking about cults. She also says she's dying a couple times.
1: Well, she's only there for 48 hours, it sounds like.
0: So they're
1: not meant
0: to be here long. Right. And they're here to observe.
1: I think each different of the six colonies yeah. had a different thing that they were supposed to be doing.
0: Here's another question. The Stellas. Yes. They do mitosis. I saw that. Mm-hmm. Uh is that why they're all named Stella? Because they're all from the same person. Is Ruth Wilson's character the original Stella?
1: But she was definitely the parent teacher.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They called her PT
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, in that. And to explain, the elders of these colonies are called PTs or parent teachers. And uh, and Zan will go through and go, are you the parent teacher? And they'd go, Yes. And not really runs. knowing yes. what she's really talking mm-hmm. about, but they'd go, yes. And it's weird how people just went along with stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I would do that. Right. I don't know if I would just go along with whatever's being done. Mm-hmm. So it's, it just, it's just a weird, this is a weird movie. They said at one point evolve or die. Mm-hmm. That could be a statement to our society's you know, our societies right that we have to evolve or die. So like we can't like stay in nineteen seventy seven forever. Right. Or we can't you can't be, stay
1: stagnant.
0: Yes. Can't stay stagnant in what we do because we have to evolve. Right. We have to progress. So that was that was an interesting message in the movie. There were some good quotes in this movie too. Yeah there were.
1: Um I found that one from the girl at the beginning. In our culture Heavy glasses is is an abomination. So in the time era of the seventies, that's absolutely true. People Heavy who, glasses. Anybody who wore glasses, oh, you were picked on. Okay, yeah. You know, any anything that made you different from what's considered normal in that era, you got picked on if you had a limp, if you wore glasses, if your face didn't look perfect and everything. Right. So I thought that was a really good commentary.
0: Can we talk about the Vaseline? Oh, yeah, I
1: looked that up. That's
0: true. That's true? That's true. Okay, so in the movie... uh,
1: Vaseline promotes hair growth. The
0: mother... (laughs) Yeah. The the mother of N says that she was a foot model, and she soaked her foot in Vaseline for like two weeks, and when she pulled it off, it was as soft as a baby. Something like that. And he comes back with, Mom, Vaseline promotes hair growth. You would (laughs) have had a hairy foot. You know, and I was like... Okay, that's got to be researched. So, and Arwen says she found it, and it's true. It promotes hair growth. So, you'll learn stuff on this podcast. Vaseline promotes hair growth. Okay, so the the movie is, what, almost two hours long?
1: Yeah, just over an hour 45. Yeah.
0: Nicole Kidman's character is even fleshed out. She calls herself Boda Mm-hmm. Which is the Celtic queen that uh, ran the Romans out of England, is how she was explaining it. Um, She's had seven abortions and nothing to show for it. And I don't know if they were real abortions or if they were bans. Yes. So. Yes,
1: because that could be considered a metaphor.
0: Yeah. And I was like, did she really have seven abortions and why would she want anything to show for it? But no. These people, like, she would help them rise through the ranks. They'd get famous and forget about her. Mm-hmm. She called them abortions, I believe. Okay. She also called uh, Bodicea the first punk. The first punk, mm-hmm. yep. And it was a female. Yes. So what's more punk rock than a female?
1: My favorite thing about Elle Fanning was that she
0: she was like, do more punk to me. Yeah, do more punk. Do more punk. I want more punk. I want more punk. She had the longest neck I've ever seen. Like <laughs> I don't know how long her spine is, and she's very tall. She is a tall girl. Uh, so she was like – this is the first time I've ever seen her in anything. She
1: was in another movie with uh, Nicole Kidman, and it was a period piece, that Civil War
0: movie I I never watched about. that. Yeah, I never saw uh, that. And
1: that's, that's an interesting film. You'll have to watch
0: that one. All right, so they left. They did some punk rock. They – They ran around the city for a while, throwing trash at signs that says "Don't litter." I mean, typical punk rock things, typical teenage things to do. She throws up twice, Mm -hmm. maybe three times in this movie, um, and it's disturbing every single time because people are going in for a kiss and then she just vomits Mm -hmm. in their mouth.
1: Yeah, that's kind of gross. So
0: if you're you get sick to your stomach, just kind of remember that. That happens. (laughs) Um, So I would like to say that it's it's just a funny scene Mm -hmm. and surprising. Let's talk about the ending of the film, like near the end, Mm -hmm. where he's telling her not to go. Mm -hmm. Because he feels like they're in a suicide pact, that they're a cult.
1: I think he's clued in that she's not from there. Because there's uh her eyes
0: yeah her glow, eyes like glow. The
1: celestial mm-hmm. you know it's really interesting and her and, pupils are
0: fully dilated yes like i know it's night time and your pupils will be naturally dilated but these were like ridiculously very mm-hmm. dilated mm-hmm. so he says don't go don't go she shoves him down and jumps off the building. Mm-hmm. Everybody else Everybody jumped off the jumped London off of, Bridge or something.
1: No, they they went up to the top of a, a oh, okay. building. It was kind of like lemmings.
0: Yeah, or and what they all you jumped lemmings. And is. <laughs> uh, when he looked down to see her dead body, she wasn't. She there. wasn't there. Mm-mm. And then he started crying. Oh well, yeah, that was interesting. You you saw his weakness. Uh, so in and
1: we're we're leaving out an important part though. What's that? She is pregnant.
0: Oh yeah, she is pregnant. She Even though they technically
1: pregnant. never had sex, I think there's right. there's a scene where Zan is put on stage for the punk rock show. Yes, and N comes up. Yes, and then they have this uh, celestial type,
0: and it's a an, It's a good song. It is a good song. And what's they both important? Sing well.
1: What's important about the song is it tells the story of her people and what, yes. why they're there and what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And so. When, she, when he's telling her not to go, it's because he knows she's pregnant and he doesn't want her to leave, but she can't have her children in this on Earth. Right. She has to go home, wherever that home is.
0: And it's probably just out in the middle of nowhere, it seems, doesn't it? I mean, they're observing just, other cultures from yes, other it, planets.
1: It seems like it's probably out in space. Yeah. But who knows how far away right. is it just out there? Or is it another dimension altogether?
0: Right. That concert scene was pretty cool, It too. was
1: really cool um, how they did that.
0: not going to get into details on what the Stellas do, but it has something to do with shoving your hand in a butthole. They're probing One people. girl said that uh, she lost her ass cherry to them, <laughs> and she was going to save it for a special occasion. So... That was funny.
1: There is nudity in this movie.
0: Yes, there's very brief nudity. Well, like, I never noticed any of the nudity, during, really.
1: During the opening scene, when, when they finally get to end, his room has magazine covers that have yeah. nude women. There's some of the women that are walking around in the punk area, they have mesh tops so
0: that you can see oh. through their shirts. I guess I wasn't looking for that. Uh-huh. And that's something I should look for. Well, it's because... just a
1: weird observation, yeah. you know. Um, and then uh, you see just brief nudity in other places.
0: Right. So she says she's pregnant. She disappears. Mm-hmm. Then there's a, like, not a hard cut, not yet. No, now they discuss some The things. boys get back together. Yes. Vic was a total misogynist at the beginning of. The, the movie, mm-hmm. he called them slags, he talked gash. about their gash, I hate I that mean, word, <laughs> he was just, like, really <laughs> vulgar about women,
1: yes. and
0: it's one of those things, like, you see in, like, a lot of sex comedies, mm-hmm. where, where it's the boy that, he's never had sex, he doesn't know what it is, it's still a mystery, well, he so also he,
1: expects it to be a certain way, too, yeah,
0: so he, really is pushing like this is that and this is that you know so you see that a lot and you see it with uh you know teenage boys too. I mean I've I was a teenage boy and I talked about sex to people and I talked about women and how it would feel and like I, and I would lie. I'd be like, Yeah, I had sex with this girl once, you know <laughs> uh
1: I think a lot of teenagers well, lie about stuff like that. Right and discuss um, it.
0: But at the end of the movie when john is like so yeah i'm going on this date with this girl that they mentioned right right at the beginning of the movie as well he was going on a date with some girl i think girl. this is
1: how the title finally is pushed into the yes. movie because they don't discuss it through the no. whole movie until no, it's, here the movie is
0: called uh, how to talk to girls at, at parties. parties and uh, they, and kind they of go to a party and yeah. they they weren't shy the whole movie they're not really shy no. So
1: Well John mentions he's gonna be having this date. Right. And then by by this point in the movie, you know that the movie's winding down. Right. They go back to, Oh yeah, I'm gonna be going on this date soon, you know. Yeah, and and I he need say I need
0: your sage wisdom. And what did Vic say? Do you um, remember Vic, any of it?
1: Part of what Vic said was forget uh everything about everything you know. I don't remember the rest of it, but it was something about focus on her. Yes. And then Anne also said, You are you and she is her. Right. Which I think is really profound to say. Right. For being a teenager to realize that she is her own being and you are your own being.
0: Exactly. I nodded my head because uh, that's how I communicate. (laughs) I have to learn to talk. This is our first episode. We don't, I don't know if this is going to even air right we're going to continue on as if it were so i got to stop nodding <laughs> and uh yeah, people can't and hear you giving nod. hand gestures so after that scene they ride off there's that same strobe lighty type of film at stop motion yes. or whatever you want to call it i call it strobe light cuz that's like on your camera on your phone you can do strobe light effect and okay. it's like that choppy weird right thing. and it cuts to 1992
1: and uh,
0: they're at a bookstore or maybe a record store
1: it's, or maybe it's a, a comic book sign. Book it's a, yeah, it's a book signing. What's fun is there's a little Sandman sticker in the window. Yep.
0: I wrote down Sandman Easter egg. Yeah. This was written by Neil Gaiman, uh, the writer of uh, the Sandman comic books. Uh, he wrote American Gods. Uh, which was made into at least one season of a series. Mm-hmm. Um, Never wear.
1: He's got that other show coming yeah, out. Yeah, he's got uh, Good Omens. Is Good coming Omens. out.
0: Coraline and, and various other things like that. Mm-hmm. And so, like, and I think he was involved in Kubo and the Five Strings or oh, was Three he? Strings. Okay. So there's that, and then, uh, he, yeah, it, it shows N. He's older. He's wearing. A long hair wig.
1: He sort of looks like he could be the Neil Gaiman equivalent.
0: I was expecting him to be Neil Gaiman. I was expecting Neil Gaiman to do a cameo in this movie. He's like, here's what I wrote.
1: Yeah, it felt like it was supposed to be like autobiographical in a metaphor kind of sense. Right. So it may have been like an encounter he had when he was younger because he did grow up during that punk era.
0: Yeah, he did. So he's signing books. Hands a book back to somebody, and then another book lays at his feet, or at his, on his table, and he's like, "Who do I make it out to?" She goes, "Well, we can only afford this one book, so it's from all of us." And he goes, "Okay, what's all your names?" And they were punk all rock names. Green. One was Susie with an X. Yep. So you know, Susie Sue. We got our Dee Dee. We got our uh, Johnny. You know. I think and, so
1: and then the last
0: one, and the last was, one said is N. N. was N. Mm-hmm. And so.
1: And he did not clue in until it got to the last right. two kids, I think.
0: So if I met a bunch of people and, like, somebody says, I'm Susie with an X, and I'm like, I've never met anybody named that. Mm-hmm. So you were obviously named after Susie Sue. They also all had the symbol. Yes. That uh, uh, Zan had. But, you know, he could have seen that as just cosplay
1: exactly (laughs) exactly because his book is about this experience
0: right okay so he and we just decided that these were his children right i think he did as well they're like we've come back or we've come here and uh we want to stay yes so they're gonna live in london or wherever this place was Uh and that was his children and then uh the end credits rolled so that's the movie in a nutshell so how'd you like the movie
1: I, I like the movie.
0: I like it too. Um, <laughs> I watched it a second time. Did uh, you? Recently. And yeah, it was a good movie. And I think it's one of those movies that could possibly become a cult classic movie.
1: I could totally see that.
0: So what would you think of Elle Fanning?
1: I like Elle Fanning.
0: How about Nicole Kidman?
1: Nicole Kidman was really awesome in this movie too. Exactly. Yeah.
0: You know she was married to Tom Cruise once?
1: I do know that.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I
1: bet she wishes that she had never been married to Tom Cruise.
0: I wish Tom Cruise never existed. (laughs) Yeah, we're starting feuds on this show.
1: (laughs) You know, I saw that uh, they're doing a new Top Gun movie. And Tom Cruise is going to be in it. And they're bringing back the other guy, I think, that played Goose or something.
0: Um, Val Kilmer?
1: No. I don't know, but it was like, do we need another Top Gun movie?
0: Do we need an original Top Gun movie?
1: You've never seen it.
0: I've never seen Top Gun.
1: I watched it with my mom and aunt, and they just loved
0: that movie. That's weird. It was weird. Your mom and aunt wanted to have sex with Tom Cruise. Ew. Yeah. Ew. That's a real thing. Move it along. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, uh, you can follow us on Twitter. We are Funtime Movies One on Twitter. That is Funtime Movies and the number one. You can follow us on Facebook. We are Happy Funtime Movie Hour. And hey, we hope you liked the movie.
1: You can also listen to us on Spotify, Stitcher.
0: <laughs> See, it's hard, isn't it?
1: <laughs> and iTunes. <laughs>
0: Spotify, Stitcher, Google. Google Podcasts. Oh,
1: yeah, and Google Podcasts.
0: There you go. Yeah. All <laughs> right. So that was Happy Fun Dime Movie Hour for this week. We hope you liked it.
1: Go watch a movie. Go watch a movie.